Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's December 2014, and my musical family is being featured in the Des Moines Register with the headline, The High Crest, Living on the Road. The High Crest takes its show and its family on the road. But on that day, we were not on the road. Not yet. The article featured our big dream of traveling, performing, and living life on the road as a family. The photo on the cover showed my family kind of huddled together uh, in front of our Des Moines home, looking like, holy hell, what have we gotten ourselves into? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, From the beginning, my husband, Aaron Earl Short, and I have played music together. We formed our band, The High Crest. We got married in 2007, and then nine months later, had our honeymoon baby, Abilene. Uh, (laughs) We uh, have had the dream to travel for a very, very long time. We have been Uh, playing music and working on this dream and so we have the article came out and we found ourselves in this place trying to figure it out (sighs) after my daughter was born I was really lost because just a year after I had her my mom died of cancer She was my biggest fan, and I found myself in a place where I was very lost. But somehow, with the love of my life, we were able to start our own business, Five of Hearts Productions, and release our debut album. Uh, And then we were able to take a tour as a family. So we packed up in our van, and we traveled cross-country, Portland or bust. (laughs) We performed our gigs. And we, I got to see the ocean for the first time at 32 years old. I mean, the trip was magical. It was amazing. And it was completely overwhelming. We, it, we learned we had so much more to figure out before we were going to do this as a living. So we got to work. We recorded our second album, Gone. We went to Folk Alliance International. We played 8035 Music Festival. We got featured on Iowa Public Radio. We sold our house. We minimalized our life and bought a travel trailer. And we began learning the ropes of hashtag RV life. (laughs) We were on a roll. We were on a folk and roll. (laughs) We like to call our music. Folk and roll for the folk and soul. (laughs) 
and we took that folk and roll right back out to the northwest coast, this time with our trio, our travel trailer, our, uh, our dog Zapata, and our traveling cat Mango. <laughs> and on this, uh, on this trip, Mango started his own Instagram page, so you can follow him at Mango View. Uh, <laughs> After this trip, we, we found ourselves working towards something that we couldn't attain at this moment. We had lost ourselves in our wanderlust, and we, uh, we were kind of blinded. And just after a few months after the article came out in the spring of 2015, reality became really clear. Uh, Aaron's mom, Linda, attempted suicide. So we realized that the plans we were going to make were not the ones that were actually going to happen. We wanted to stay close. So we stayed in Des Moines. We sold our travel trailer and we put all of those full-time traveling dreams on hold. We, uh, we played around Des Moines and um, regionally, and we traveled regionally, and uh, my husband released his first solo album watch list. And we waited. We stayed. Uh, and during this time, uh, we got pregnant again. <laughs> you know how that happens? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after uh, my first natural water birth with my daughter, I was pretty sure that I was never going to have another baby again. <laughs> Holy hell, what was I thinking? <laughs> uh, but our little fiery spirit, Rockwell, was born at home with his dad and sister and midwife and doula as a welcoming committee. And then the very next day, we loaded the family up into the van and we took him to meet his grandma and his grandpa, his first road trip. So still the road called and we began to dream a little bit again. And last summer, we bought ourselves a little 1970 travel trailer, one of those little canned ham camper, all those little rounded pole behinds, oh, it's cute. And we began renovating it with Aaron's dad's help. And we waited, and we waited, and we watched for changes in Linda. Linda had MS, multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis is a disease that affects your nervous system and strips away at your nervous system, making messages to your body difficult to receive. And over time, you lose function of your body right before your very eyes. And Linda had MS for 40 
years. Yeah, she was a warrior. Erin's dad, John, took care of her every need, and uh, he was an amazing caregiver. Hospice, she was admitted to hospice, and she would be with hospice for a three-year period, which is a very long time. When I met Linda, well, I should say, when my mom was passing away, she asked Linda to take care of me. And she did above and beyond for the last 10 years. She was an amazing mom, an amazing grandma, and my daughter and her had a really, really special relationship. And Abilene wrote this beautiful goodbye letter to her mom, or to her grandma. She said, she wrote, go fly freely. Free as a bluebird, she said. But when you go, it will fill us with pain. And you may say you don't want us to cry, but who do you think we are? <laughs> we're going to cry and we're going to cry. But those tears, they mean we are strong, like you. At the end of November, it was Linda's 70th birthday. So we fill her house with family and friends and all the love that we have for her. And just a few weeks later, Linda starts feeling very ill and she starts showing signs of active dying. Morphine is prescribed. We all gather the next morning to say goodbye. We all know that it's time. I lay Rockwell down for his nap, and when I come back, I find my husband coming out of Linda's room, and he says, I told mom I'd play her a song. So her husband and her three sons and their partners all gathered around her. I hold my daughter in the doorway. Aaron sits closest to his mom, his guitar in his hand, and he starts to strum Amazing Grace. His brother starts to sing and I'm jolted into this divine moment. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. By the end the song. We are all singing harmony. And for just a moment, I can hear Linda's voice singing loudly with mine, ours. And as the song finishes, her soul is released. 
in peace and in grace. The woman I loved made her way into the unknown. And the journey that she was so ready to go on, so excited to go on, had finally begun. Linda died on the 12th day of the 12th month at 12.12. She loved numerology. So this repeating angel number 1212 represents a climb up a staircase. The, uh, picture yourself, you know, counting every other step. One, two, one, two. And this climb, it brings you closer to your soul, your true self. And I believe we were gifted this moment to remind us, to remember to stay positive. She would always say, H-A-P-A, have a positive attitude. <laughs> and to keep going, no matter how hard it gets. And to keep dreaming those big dreams that you have to grow into. We all wander lust. What I wanted in hitting the road was to grow and to change myself. I wanted traveling to change me. I wanted to take one step after another into a whole new life, a whole new self. And I still do. One, two, one, two. <laughs> but it actually took staying right where I was at to teach me my most valuable lessons. Staying still gave me the opportunity to be a witness. It gave me the chance to dig deep into my darkest fears and show myself I didn't need to be afraid that I am loved and that I am not alone no matter where I go. My journey has already begun. And the road is right here, inside of me. Thank you.